OMG, I'm just out of breath. I'm out of breath. <laughs> I want to welcome you to this pillow talk. Actually, let's just make it cozy and this is called the cozy pillow talk. I am still out of breath because I just, I don't know what I did. I think I walked up some stairs, something like that. But whatever it is, it got me out of breath. And that's a sign that I am just not the fittest person anymore. And I know it doesn't come with age because I have someone like my mom who goes to the gym every single day and she's doing such a good work. Like, and then here I am, I'm 23, walking up the stairs and I am out of breath. I'm just out of breath. But nevertheless, we're not going to let this disturb our pillow talk. Um, for the setting, I'm not in my room anymore. I'm not staring at the wall. I'm matching the living room because I'm alone at home. I'm in the living room and I'm just enjoying this atmosphere that I have right now. It is not really a nice day if I look outside the window. Um, it's kind of gray outside, but you know, even if it's gray outside, it doesn't mean it needs to be gray in our ears or in your ears as you're listening right now. <laughs> and I don't really feel that great today either. I mean, there were some days last week where I was like, oh my goodness, it is so gray. But now, no, no. I think we Gucci. I think we good, you know, and I hope you're good too. I really do hope you're feeling well because I think, I mean, I get it. It's November. It's end November. I mean, it's 30th of November right now. Um, it's been a hard month. It's been challenging. And honestly, I have a lot of deadlines I need to, I need to really work on, but it's not going to stop me just to, you know, make something for you and for me, you know, keep the entertainment up because that's what we need right now. Um, we're still living in a pandemic and I think we're all sick of it. We're I like at this point, we're all sick and we're all tired of it. We wish life could be back to normal. Um, the Americans are trying as hard as they can to make life just as normal as possible, even though their numbers are skyrocketing high. I mean, it is incredible to see what's going on in there, in their, you know, in their system of the American society. While here in Switzerland, um, you know, there are like the numbers are still high as well, but I think we're managing. Well, okay. I could be lying. We're managing because I didn't, you know what? Honestly, let's just not get into it because yeah. Uh, over the weekend, there was massive protesting in Paris which was a bit worrying to me because, you know, I do actually live there and I have an apartment. And so like, it's kind of like half of my life isn't half of my life is over there. So thinking about that, what's going on over there is really bad. I think my friend explained to me, thank you, Kevin, my friend, <clears throat> he explained to me that, um, there is a new law that Macron made where if the police interfere with something, um, one cannot film them for evidence or anything. So technically police, they can use their brutality for any single way and it's illegal to film it and basically have evidence that they were brutal or something like that, which does really suck. Like that, honestly, like, you know, I'm not really the most political person. Um, I do have my opinions and this and that, but that to me is an absolute no-go. And I think one can all agree that you know, one does need at least evidence. And I think, you know, police are just as humans as we are. Um, even if they are, 
basically representing the state and the law, but still, in the end of the day, they're humans, they sleep, they eat, they poop, like, they do all the fun stuff that we do, even sex, like, you know, maybe some of them don't, but then again, I mean, that's just, you know, personal life, but anyways, like, they do the same thing as us, so I think they should be accountable for what their actions are doing, you know, like, for their own actions, but yeah. But that's not really what I want to talk about today. I think today what I really want to talk about was I just want to discuss about long distance relationships. It is a it's a big I think it is a big subject um, because they're like either, you know, there's a lot of people who are in one. There are people who are not in one. There are people who are thinking about being in one or do not want to be in one at all ever in their life. Um, if I'm reflecting this to my life, I have been in one, um, for three years and then two years with the same person in like, I guess, closer distance, but still in distance, but still closer. So, yeah. So I just want to kind of talk about it and see, you know, what, how are we feeling about it? How are you feeling about it? What do you think about long distance relationships? Have you ever been in one? Do, like would you ever consider yourself to be in one and if not why like what are the reasons because I see a lot of ups and downs and I know there are a lot of ups and downs and you know I was just I was just thinking maybe we can discuss it together and see what we think you know so let's just get into it so in my personal and professional experience by the way, let's just let's just let's just put it out there. I'm not professional at all. I'm just trying to make it sound like I am. But yeah, in my personal opinion and my personal experience, um, how did I end up in a long distance relationship? Um, I met this guy online. Um, we started chatting, and then we did meet up in real life. I think like two and a half months later. But, bef- but I think before we declared, like before we met each other, we, d- we did kind of declare that we were together, I guess. It's kind of blurry. It's a very blurry relationship when it comes to when things happen. Because once, I, yeah, I'll tell you, like once you kind of get into one, I mean, some people are better and some people are more organized than I am when it comes to these things. But in my personal experience, it just wasn't the case where, you know, like, there's a lot of fights, there's a lot of arguments, and then there's moments where it's like, oh, we're not together, and then we are together, but even if you're not together, you're still, like, together, so, yeah, that's a long-distance relationship, <laughs> but anyways, we, yeah, like I said, we, like, I think we, we got to know each other in January, and then after, in March, we met up, and then we decided that we're at some point we were a thing. And then coming towards August, there was a breakup, but there was still conversation. I think there was still um, feelings for each other still like after that. And we just kept on talking. And the more we talked to each other, which was still like an everyday thing, we chatted every single day. We didn't do a phone call. We just basically texted every single day um which i know some people they decide to have phone calls some people don't you know like i think everyone to their own but 
in our situation, we just texted every single day. And then at one point we just ended up back into Like we just were back in a relationship, which was great, you know? And I like, you know, I never, I never, I mean, at that point, how old was I? I was 17 when I got into the relationship and then 18 when we broke up and then I was I think still 18 or I just turned 19 when we got back together but in the meantime we were still talking to each other in like different ways and stuff like that so there was for me for me there was no room for anyone else even though I was living in Switzerland and he was living in France there was for me like no room to have anyone else I mean there were probably like little little moments where I'm like oh could be somebody a little flirt here and there but you know if it's if it's not the person that you really want you're kind of like ah like it's just it's just you know it's just not what you want it's just not enough so yeah and then after we continued being in long distance relationship and I think even if even we were together we only saw each other sometimes like once or twice a year which is I know it's not a lot it's really not a lot and um and I know like for a lot of people there's like no excuse why because I mean like if you love somebody you're going to go see them no matter what this and that but at the moment both people I was a student he was a student um when it came to money finances um there was not there was not that much between both of us to like actually invest and do something and especially because I did not tell my parents about my relationship I didn't want to because that was like the, those were like the times where people were getting catfish online a lot and I watch catfish I love MTV catfish that's like one of my favorite tv shows but my mom was watching with me as well my mom she came to me and she was like oh hell no if you meet somebody online and then they end up not to be the person or like something like that she was paranoid well not paranoid but she was she was worried that things happen online she's like people that you know you meet people online and then sometimes they just may kill you and I'm like okay I know it happens because I've seen it as well but she took us to a different level so I was like you know what maybe I'm not going to tell them and also I'm not the most open person about relationships towards my family like I'm more with that I'm like I'm I tell my friends some friends I tell everything then other ones they'll just find out somehow <laughs> um but yeah I'm not I'm not that affectionate with my family so that's why I was like I'm not going to tell them so even to ask them like oh yeah like hey like because I'm a student so I didn't work yet and after like to like ask them like oh yeah can I have money to like go see my boyfriend in France my mom she'll be like uh-uh you're gonna be alone you're gonna be with a man this and that mm -mm, something can happen to you like something you know could happen to you and I'm like that would yeah I was just kind of avoiding all that talk if I can say it like that and um and I did I did avoid it for five years <laughs> or four and a half let's say like that and yeah but I did once I did tell my parents I was going to Paris with two friends which ended up me going alone to Paris and my parents didn't know anything about it. I mean, they knew that I went with two friends, but in real life, I didn't go with two friends and in real life, I just went to go see him for a whole week. So till today, they don't know that. And if they listen to this podcast, now they know. <laughs> now they know. 
But for now, let's just keep the secret between us. Also, I don't think they know. Well, my mom knows I have a podcast, but I don't think she, well, she, she doesn't really go into it that deep. But yeah, um, that was a cute secret that I have until now. So now you guys have, have another fun fact about me. We should do a fun fact about me podcast. I have a lot of fun facts, you know, like, no, okay, I'm not going to say it. We'll, we'll, we'll say that for a different time. But yeah. Um, yeah. So w- while we were in long distance relationship, I think we've seen each other maybe four times. If I can four or five times, but most like I mostly went to France and then he's came to like, he has come to Zurich twice i think it's twice but i could be lying no it's twice it was twice 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 yeah um and how did i hide this from my parents that is a good question i rented an airbnb (laughs) in the middle of the city especially because switzerland is so expensive and i live somewhere at that at the moment i lived i lived somewhere in the middle of the nowhere in a country alley very like at alley area where no one no like no one's gonna know where it is you know and then well now i live somewhere else here in switzerland but it's still far away and i was like you know what it's gonna like and i didn't have a driving i didn't have my driver's license nothing so i was like you know what the easiest thing is if we just stay in the city because we don't have to pay too much for public transport because public transport is hella expensive here in switzerland like just from my from my old area to go to the city for like what two hours would probably be twenty francs maybe for, for for somebody who doesn't have like that like any discounts or anything so that like I was not willing to pay that so I was like you know we can at least buy food and save money for like food and stuff so yeah I rented an Airbnb and I just told my parents that I was spending the night at my friend's house that's how easy it went and they were like oh okay have fun you know. And yeah, I did have fun. <laughs> and he did cut like the last time he came to Zurich was when we had our prom, which was in 20 wait, when the fuck was it? It was in 2018. If I'm lying, my friends will call me out, but I think I'm telling the truth so far. It was in 2018 and yeah, he came to prom and that was one of my best moments ever because I was like, yeah. I have a boyfriend. He's real. Like, he's not just what people hear or think he is. Like, he's actually a real person, you know? And he's hot as hell. So, you know, look at it. <laughs> but that was, yeah, that was, that, was, that was a nice moment. And then I decided to move to Paris in 2018. So, and I, okay, first of all, disclaimer, I did not move to France because of him. I did not. I did not. I did not. I actually always wanted to move to France, well, or Paris. Um, the year before I met him, I was visiting Paris with my family and stuff like that. And then already then, I was like, "Wow, like I love it, isn't that?" Um, I didn't know the downfalls of Paris yet, <laughs> but we can discuss it in, in, in another episode about the reality and expectations. But yeah, so then knowing that he was there in France, he lived an hour, maybe, maybe, well, with the train, it's like an hour away from Paris. So, you know, 
I was like, that's all, like, it all sounds perfect because, I mean, going from long distance relationship to all of a sudden being very close to each other, it can be a little bit overwhelming, I must say. Like, there were challenges and we faced a lot of challenges in terms of, you know, how much do you see each other then? You know, how much can he still live his life and can I still live my life? Like, what, like, what are the rules and how do they change? So we decided... We really didn't decide anything. It was just more that we saw each other once a month, like on the weekends, like for like like for a whole weekend, once a month for the beginning. Sometimes it was twice a month, but that's kind of what we went with. Some people they call it a lot. Some people they call it not enough. Um, I don't know what I would really define it as because I think sometimes I wished it was more. But at the same time, because I'm in university and he's in university, during the week, I don't really have that much time anyways to be doing stuff. And maybe on a weekend, I want to go see a friend or like, you know, friends invite me to do things. So like, was it a lot? It doesn't sound a lot like once a, once a month. It it sounds, it doesn't sound, yeah, it's actually like if if I'm thinking about it now, I'm like, it's not enough actually. Um, we could have done maybe twice a month but at the same time I was building a life and he was building a new life too in the new area that he lived in and I was as well so like for the beginning I was totally okay with it and I know that he was too yeah he really was gosh and then (laughs) but yeah yeah um and then sometimes yeah we saw each other even like you know more often I guess um, but mostly just on the weekends. And if then we spend like a full, like I would go to his place Fridays to Sundays. Um, he came to my place probably like once or twice because of my roommates, because she didn't like when he was here. Well, like when he spent the night in our place. So I basically always had to go. And even when I went there she was like I don't like when I'm alone at home I don't like when you go and I'm like well and after I told her I was like well do you want him here or do you or or, or should I go and she was like huh, right yeah you should go and I was like oh my goodness oh Jesus Christ but yeah um so yeah that's how often we kind of saw each other for the next two years ish plus minus and I mean, I I think because we had an hour distance and we didn't see each other often, I think that kind of created more problems in my mind, personally. Not in terms of trust. We never had trust issues with each other. Never. Um, special, like, I mean, I only had, I think, okay, there was one mishap where... There's one girl, she came a bit too close and I was like, you know, like, you know, when somebody's coming a bit too close and you're kind of like, okay, you need to chill a little bit. But that was like one situation. But honestly, like, honestly, like I'm like, I think long distance taught me how to have trust in a person because or maybe the thing is like, I realized compared to my other friends and I, like I'm. I'm quite different in terms of how I think and how I see things and stuff like that by the things that they, that some of my friends, they would think like that is a major red flag. I would think like, Oh, 
maybe he's just busy. But sometimes, you know, sometimes me thinking like, oh, maybe the guy's just busy could be like, you know, me just, I don't know. Like, it's it's really hard because like someone did ask me like if I just don't care. And I was like, I do care, obviously. But the thing is, it's like, I like I had so much, I don't know, trust in the person. And that was totally valid, the trust, because like the person also deserved the trust as well that the person got, trust me. Like still till today, one of the most, like he's one of the only people next to some other people that I trust for anything. But I don't know. I think when it just came to like relationships, like I think because of my friends, I overthought things because I heard things from them, you know, when they were, when they got worried about stuff, then I got all of a sudden worried because it's like something that I never thought about, you know, like, it, like for a fact that somebody doesn't text you back in the next, you know, couple, three or four hours, then they get worried about it. And then after like, like I used to never really get worried about it, but then all of a sudden I started to get worried about it. Cause then I'm kind of like, Oh my goodness, like what the hell? Like, why are you not texting me? You know, which I know, like it, it doesn't sound too great. And in the same time, like I've seen myself change because I were like, I was hearing other people's opinions and stuff like that. And then I realized like, you know what, I just need to have my relationship for myself. And I think by being in Paris in real life with him um, and seeing how other people, they were in relationships, this and that, I would start to kind of get worried about mine because I was kind of like, okay, like, like, are we doing something wrong? You know, like the way we have our relationship, is it, is it something wrong? You know, because I think society makes it a big deal to make you feel like once you're doing this and not like this, like everybody else, you're doing it wrong. You know, like for example, on social media, we were never too big on social media. I would maybe make a post here and there sometimes, um, where one could maybe see a face or something like that, just like something or like a story. Um, but not like, not like always posting pictures and stuff like that. I would not be the person to do that. And I think that saved us a lot of trouble, to be honest. But then again, every relationship is different. So some people, they do post more, some people, they, they post less, but that doesn't mean, you know, like it doesn't mean even if they post less that they, that it doesn't define them to not be, you know, loving each other or anything. Like in, in my personal experience, most people who, who do post way more stuff online they usually have more problems or they have more dramatic problems like when they do fight that like you know their fights are actually quite bit like their fights are quite questionable i would say or critical <laughs> so we were never the big social media people um even though technically we could be because you know we were long distance we had we had ups and downs but we had really good ups and one thing that I really do appreciate about long distance relationships is that you do va like, like the time you do spend with each other, you value even more because we had really good moments where we didn't see each other. We didn't see each other for a long time. And when we did like those were, we made the best memories together, you know? And I feel like you guys can understand that for sure. And that was great to be honest. And honestly, like you just get to know a person on a different level. So like, I don't like, I'm not against long distance relationships. Would I do it again? Probably not. Just because 
I think I learned the fact that I like to be more in person. I think that's I think that's a lot of people that agree with me that just like to be more in person with somebody, you know, when you can just see each other, you know, maybe every second day or every third day or like whenever, you know, like whenever you want to basically not have to arrange a time when you think you can and then you have to extra plan your vacations when you want to maybe do something with your friends, but then you can't because you're going to, because you want to be, you know, with your partner or something like that. So like, would I do it again? Probably not. If it's, unless it's like, like, I think I would do it again if I, if I felt like that is the right person, you know? Because technically, if you do love somebody, it can go in distance and one shouldn't really worry about it. And I know it sounds very cliche to say something like that, but it is true. I don't think I would have lasted this, like five years, I don't think I would have lasted this long with a person if I wouldn't think that there's anything behind it, like anything that's not real behind it. You know what I mean? I mean, five years is half a decade. Um, so, you know, there is, there is a lot of emotions behind it. And even still today, when we're not together, there's still a lot of emotions behind everything. It's very, like, even if we talk about our relationship, it's very emotional. It's heavy, not heavy in a bad way, heavy. Well, there are bad things about it. And just like, there are heavy things about being a long distance that just made I don't know. Like it just, it did sometimes pull us apart in different ways, but it also taught us very well how to communicate with each other. So even if we're not together today, we communicate very, very well. And that adapt, like that way of how we communicate with each other is so easy. When I try to do it with other people, it doesn't work, you know, like over, like, especially over text, like I do like to communicate with people over text and solving issues I can do over text as well, depending on who it is. But I think it taught me like, you know, it taught, it taught me very well, just how to communicate very well with people. And with some people, if I try to communicate with them, it's very like they can take one word and then <laughs> it can go all wrong and that over text and I think like I've learned that like I've learned that with the past couple of years with some with some friends of mine this and that that sometimes one word can just trigger somebody and then the whole game is off and I think with what I what I liked about the long distance relationship is that we learned that like that one word is not going to trigger somebody it's just you know we're you know we're just communicating we're you know we're 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 not arguing in a bad way we're just trying to understand each other and I think Another positive thing about a long distance relationship is patience because I'm not like, okay, I'm not the most patient person, but if I, like, if I go to a clothing store with my mom, you know, I'm kind of like ready to look what they have, browse a bit. She'll come in the store and she's like, hurry up. And we just got in the store and I'm like, oh my goodness, like, geez. Or if we just, or if, or, or if I'm like, okay, I'm going to go look for a good cheese. She's like, okay, hurry up, you know? And I'm like, oh, and then I can really see like, like, like from the corner of her eye, she's kind of like looking at me and then I can see her kind of like already kind of making a face, kind of like, can we just hurry up? And I'm like, like, first of all, I don't take that long to look for cheese. I know the cheese that I like. Sprints. 
Luciana Ramchez, um, Gruyere, I like as well. I like Opitzeller. Um, I actually like a lot of cheese, so, you know, hit me. But, yeah, so compared to my mom, I have a lot of patience. And people can say that I'm a product of my mom, which is very true, I am. And we're very similar in many different ways. But if I look at her patience level and my patience level, I am pretty good on it. <laughs> like, I, I really am pretty good. And being, a, being in a long-distance relationship, like, I had so much patience. I mean, how much patience do you have, like, can you have to see somebody maybe twice a year? That takes a lot because there are people, there are guys who are, like, you know, one month, like, they're so like, oh, I'm so here and this and that. And then after, if one is like, oh, I can't do something, then they're like, okay, I have no more patience. I'm going to move on. I've seen that before and I've experienced that before too. <laughs> and so when it comes to patience, I think long distance relationship taught me how to have patience with somebody and, you know, get to know somebody for who they are. And I like that a lot because once you can start to get to know somebody for who they are, you start to accept more sides about them more things and more just everything kind of fuses into one so that's also how we eliminated like how we didn't have that many arguments as we should like as we could have had in our long distance relationship it's just because we knew each other very well and then so it's kind of like if you know that person's like this you kind of adapt yourself a little bit you know just you know because that's what you kind of do when you're in a relationship yeah and then another point that I was wanting to talk about was another good point was don't confuse lust with love. That is a big one. That is a really, really big one because lust and love, it's just, it's two different things. It's, it's like two different things. And you can have both. You can have both. And I had both for him, but not just one and then you know the other one was maybe forgotten or something like that and it's, i think i think in a healthy relationship it's good to have both when you have lust and love but that's my personal opinion anyway so if you disagree with me you know fine no i don't, I don't really care <laughs> but i think the long distance relationship taught me like the fact that i'm like the fact that I'm in this, the fact that I'm with like, like this person, I accept this person. I see this person for everything he is. Like it wasn't just lust because that really wasn't a thing. Like, yeah, it was a thing, but for having so much patience and for having, for like for this whole length of relationship, it couldn't just all be lust, you know? These days, I mean, single, there is a lot of lust everywhere. <laughs> There's a lot of lust and we're trying to deal with it in many different ways. <laughs> but some people are, some people in relationships, even if you are with somebody and you see each other maybe every weekend or every day or something like that, sometimes you need to question yourself, is it just lust or is it love, you know? Some like for real, some relationships they have both. Where and honestly, when you have both the lust and the love, ah, oh, that is like the kremschnitte. And I know people who are speaking English don't know what a kremschnitte is, but <laughs> it's like the creme de la creme, you know, um, or whatever one would call it. That's like 
the tip of the iceberg. No, the wait. Wait, wait, is is was did I just say that in a wrong context? Context? No, it's like wait, how the hell? You see, in German I would know. But in English, it would be I don't know, the whipped cream to my apple pie. Or the toilet paper to my butthole. Something like that, you know? It just makes everything better. So yeah. I see a lot of relationships that have way more lust than actual love. And then I think one needs to wonder, you know, like, why are you with this person if you only have more lust than love? Because if you only have more lust, you might as well just be friends with benefits, you know? <laughs> But if there's love, you know, then, dang, that is one hell of a relationship for you. And I am so happy for you. Honestly, a round of applause. And there are some friends of mine where I see like they have both and you can see it, you know, and everyone can see it when they have both. And you just like, it just, it just, it just fulfills my heart. It fulfills my heart a lot because I'm like, oh, I get like, I get good vibes. I get tingly. Like I'm like, and it, and it just feels really good to be around them as well. I have one couple that I'm thinking in particular. And if I'm not thinking about somebody, somebody else, don't be offended. I'm just, I just have one couple in particular in my mind. Um, yeah. So those are like the positive things that does come out of a long distance relationship. You know, I think things that could be more difficult out of my personal experience could be things like this. Things like once you are chatting all the time but then you see yourself in real life oh my goodness it is sometimes awkward as hell it's the most like not the most awkward thing that can happen to you but it was awkward because yes you know the person by heart you're looking at the person you're like wow like I love this person so much and you know everything about them but then it's just like like you need to find your vibe how you are in real life together you know you need to find that vibe and once you found it it's good, but like, it takes a while to, you know, get to like, get to know each other's habits. For example, um, I'm, I, I don't think I'm not really supposed to say this, but for example, I had to get used to the fact that my ex-boyfriend, that he pours milk in a bowl first and then cereals. And according to him, you know, that is the most efficient way how to eat cereals. But me, I am a cereal first person. I am pro cereals first for life. So that was not really that hot. And uh, yeah, um, I mean, like, it, and I, I couldn't change his mind. I really could not change his mind on doing it differently. Like that was his way and as much as I had to accept it I still didn't accept it at the end of the day and still till today I still do not know how he does it but he does it you know you need to learn the certain habits and then another thing would be does one envy normal relationships I would say yes or no honestly I would say yes and no because what is a normal relationship a normal relationship Personally, I would define is a relationship where you guys one see each, sees each other from time to time, and you know you still have your own life. You can do things with your friends. 
this and that. Um, that's what I would define as a normal relationship. And I mean, I mean, I, I would, I, I would, back in my days, I would envy the fact that one hasn't seen each other that often. You know, when I'm like, oh, it could, like, it should be way more. I miss the person, this and that. But sometimes, like, when I realize how some people, they don't have that much trust in their partner, I'm kind of like, oh, hell no. I'm like, I'm happy with how the way I am in my relationship, you know? And when it comes to people fighting, I'm like, I, I'm so happy with the way that we know each other, that we know how to adapt with certain things, with adapting in difficult times, you know, that one doesn't have to get scared or paranoia for like just something small, you know, that's that like, those are things where I'm like, did I really envy in a relationship? Nah, yes. and No, you know, and I mean, trust comes in many different ways. And I mean, either in the end day you trust the person or you don't. If you do, that's good. If you don't, you know, that's probably a red flag. Probably. And then what else? Jealousy. I did talk about jealousy before a little bit, but okay, I wasn't really jealous, but like jealousy comes in different ways. I'm not really a jealous type of person. I'm jealous if somebody goes and eats something really good and I'm not really included inside that really good food. It depends. Like, I mean, if it's like restaurant top-notch food and I'm not there I'm kind of like oh uh, bro what the fuck like can I have some decent food as well please but I'm not like personally I'm not really a jealous type of person where if I see like if I see a if I would see him texting with a girl I wouldn't I wouldn't be like who is that who is that blah 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 can I see blah blah this and that and if someone would even hit on like I mean hit on him in a normal way I don't think like for me it doesn't make it doesn't really I wouldn't really be too disturbed about it because I'm like, I kind of get it. But like, it depends if he acts on it or if he doesn't act on it, you know? Or if the person is really going a bit overboard or where it's kind of like they're texting this person every single day and kind of, you know, kind of like, bro, and calling them so many times and that, which has happened once before by us where somebody was just calling and I'm kind of like, if they know that, like, if, like, it's kind of rude, you know? So, and that wasn't really with jealousy. It's more just like, do you have, like, do you have a bit of respect? <laughs> but I'm not really a jealous type of person. Um, but I know some people who are more of the jealous type of people. And, you know, jealousy is the first thing that makes relationships just toxic. Because jealousy means you don't have trust in somebody. If you don't have trust in somebody, how the hell do you want to have a relationship? To be, like, like, really, honestly, how the hell do you want to have a relationship? How's that going to work? Um... Yeah, so that is something. Um, and then there's a question of talking too much. Do you talk too much to somebody do you, like, or not at all? In a relationship, especially long-distance relationship, how much is too much talking? And I think in my relationship, we enjoy talking every single day. We had our pattern, and that's what we like to do. We just texted every single day, every single hour, sometimes minutes. But but if he didn't text, I wasn't going to freak out because I'm like, you know, he still has his life as well. And I still have mine, too. So like I'm like, but it, like if I realized I was starting to get like I, like I was starting to get upset at the fact that he wouldn't answer, I was kind of like, OK, I need to get a life because it's just a text. And like he's still going to text me at some point of the day. And I know he's fine, you know. So. I think. 
I think if you guys are on different ballot, like if you guys are on a different texting schedule, one needs to discuss with each other how, like what works best. But don't forget, you still have your own life as well. You really do. So, you know, don't commit your whole life on your phone to texting with your partner because they can do an hour or something like that without you. And also, I think a very important thing that I realized, like sometimes if I was with my friends, yeah, like like I like I would sometimes just like like I'd be texting him as well. But I think one also needs to learn that like, and that's for everybody. If you're with friends and you can't do multitasking where you can't like where you can't like if you can't look at your phone and listen to somebody at the same time, don't be with that person if you just rather want to be on your phone. I've experienced that so many times. So, so, so many times where I'm talking to somebody and they're just on their phone and you're basically talking to a wall and they're like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. And like texting here and there, like stuff like that. So if you can't do that and you rather be texting with your boyfriend, don't even meet a person and try to, you know, like, cause I'm like, you go and meet a person, you know, you invest your time, like you invest some time with them. And like, sometimes I'm not even like, I'm not better. Sometimes like I'll kind of black out a little bit and be like, oh, sorry. Like, what'd you say? But like, I've, I've seen extreme cases and sometimes even like, you know, as it's like, it, it, even if, even if your boyfriend knows that you're meeting somebody, like in my example, my partner, he knew that I was, well, my ex-partner, he knew that I was meeting somebody. So he was kind of like, okay, put your phone away. Like, you know, go enjoy, have time, like, like have a fun time. I'll like, I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you later. And that's what we had to learn how to do with the time. And it wasn't easy because it's kind of like when something just came to my mind, I want to tell him right away. And sometimes I did, you know, but then after with, like, after with a while, I realized like I can actually put my phone away and I'll just text him later and that's okay. So it's, it's a, it's a big debate of like talking too much. If you guys are on a different schedule with talking too much, you should definitely talk about how you want to handle things in my opinion. But then again, that's just me. I'm not a relationship expert. I'm really not like I, oh, hell no. <laughs> Look at my life now. I'm not, I'm not a relationship expert. Gosh. Um, another one with feeling insecure, which was probably a, the, one of the biggest topics for me because I felt insecure a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And sometimes I would let out at him. Mostly I would let out to my friends, but sometimes I'll let out at him. And that wasn't healthy at all. And thing is like the reasons why I felt insecure were probably like the smallest reasons ever, 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 ever. So I was like overthinking, over questioning, over, overdoing everything, like just over everything. And I don't know, like, I must say the fact that I was sometimes feeling insecure, it did make a little shift in our relationship where things didn't really go as, you know, didn't, didn't go too well as it should have. So that wasn't too hot, sadly. Um, yeah. And even the fact, like, and the thing is, like, sometimes I talk to him about certain things about feeling insecure, then I realize it's really just more of a me problem. And especially because, like, most things that I felt insecure about, they were, like, it wasn't even real. 
And I think a lot of people, they feel very insecure about things that aren't even real because other people, they don't see it. Only I see it. Only you see it for yourself. But other people, they don't see it at all. So when one goes through a bit of an emotional time in a relationship, it can make a shift because it's not that it's not, it's not the fact that your partner's maybe not supporting enough. It's maybe just that they don't really know how to handle it because, you know, it's still internal problems in you. They can tell you as much as, as much as you like it. Like, like I find you very pretty, you're really hot or whatever, whatever the hell makes you feel better. But then again, is it really going to make you feel better unless they don't like actually show, show, show it. And the thing is, it's not their, it's not their job to show you that you're hot, you know, or that you're cute or whatever shit like that. It's not their job to make you have your own happiness, if you know what I mean. Um, it's their job to, you know, support you in every in any single decision you make. It's their job to be with you if they are committed to being with you. But when it comes to happiness, like you guys can share your happiness together, which is great. But I think one thing that you need that one like in every single relationship, even if long distance or not, you need to learn how to have your own happiness. Because that was one big factor in my relationship where I realized having my own personal happiness wasn't always a thing, but that wasn't his fault, which sometimes I probably made to be like made to look like it was his fault, but it actually was not. It was mine because I was born alone on this earth. I'm in charge for my own happiness. I'm in charge for what I do and like for my actions, what makes me happy, you know, and I can't put that on a person to make them feel like it's your job to make me happy because it's my own. Um, yeah, those were kind of the main things I realized being, being in a long distance relationship or just, you know, just knows with some friends compared to like my relationship or theirs. I'm not trying to like, trust me, no relationship is the same. No relationship should be the same. Never compare one relationship to another. I mean, as in like, Theirs is better, mine's is worse. Don't ever do that. Um, uh, but then again, by some people, you see that their relationship is kind of messed up, and you're like, "Holy fuck!" Like, I'm thankful I'm not them. I'm like, I'm thankful we're not them. <laughs> or like, you just kind of look at them, and you're like, they are not a match, and they just don't fit together. Like, it's kind of like it's kind of like when you know some things are obvious. Then that's like I'm not saying it's a different topic, but it low key it's a different topic. <laughs> just those obvious things but yeah those are kind of the things I want to talk about when it comes to relationships and like my personal experience and stuff like that and I hope you enjoyed this episode I enjoyed making it I didn't even yawn once did you realize I didn't even yawn fucking once I think it's the location where I am and I think it's the fact that um I'm actually sitting down on a not so comfortable chair and I don't know. I'm just feeling the room and probably the fact that I walked up those stairs, but yeah, I'm so thankful that you took your time to listen to this. I'm so thankful for you. And I hope you have a really good and excellent week. Please check out the other podcasts. If you, uh, feel like you like this one, if you didn't like this one, you know, too bad, you still listen to it and, um, DM me if there's anything that you want me to talk about specifically, you know, I'm always up for it. And if you want to join one of my podcasts, DM me. Maybe we can arrange something, you know? But yeah, I wish you a fantastic week. I wish you a fantastic year. 
ah, you're amazing. I'm amazing. We're all amazing. We have such a strong friendship, you and I. Well, maybe not that strong, but we have a bond. We uh, like you listen to me. So we have a bond. I think, you know, we have we have something going on, you know, it may not be friendship. It may be um, ear love. I don't know if that's a thing, but whatever it is, it is now. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you.